Welcome to the Matters of the Heart podcast with me, Bishop Sharon Jones. This podcast is designed to equip, empower, support, and change lives through a whole and healthy relationship with God while dealing with the matters of the heart. I want you to download, subscribe, follow, and share this app with your friends. While you're listening, invite them to join in. It can only be a blessing. Listen, I know something is going to be said today that will bless you and give you strength for your journey. So enjoy. For quite a while now, this has been in my heart. It is something that God has laid deep in the thoughts of my mind. Eight simple words. He that hath an ear, let him hear. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Revelation, we hear these words. What do they mean? Whenever Jesus says, "Who uh, he who has ears to hear, let him hear, he's calling for the reader to pay careful heed. It's another way of saying, listen up, pay close attention to what is being said. In the gospel writings, Matthew, Mark, and Luke gives the account of the seed sower. All speaks of the parable given by Jesus to a large gathering of people. They each describe four types of seed. One seed sown by the wayside, one on stony grounds, another sown among thorns, and the last on good ground. I want you to pay close attention to each type of seed and see if it sounds familiar. <laughs> see if your life identified to a seed that is described. He that hath an ear, let him hear. The seed, which is the word of God, is taught, preached, and explained. The four types of sowing is how the person receives the word they hear. You're going to discover that it is important. Listen, it is important how you receive and how you hear the word of God. It's more than just sitting on a pew each Sunday or Wednesday or Tuesday for Bible study. It's receiving what you need to make it through life. It's receiving what you need to make it through life. Let me say that again. It's more than just sitting on a pew each Sunday, on a Wednesday or a Tuesday for Bible study. It's receiving what you need to make it through life. The first seed described is the seed that is thrown by the wayside. The wayside seed is the word of God given to a person that hears what is being said. They are touched by what they hear for a moment. They cry. How many of you have heard the word of God and was touched to tears? You cry. You say, I'm sorry. And then you go away. 
But because they don't have a real understanding and don't take the time to gain an understanding, Satan comes along and take what they've heard, dries their tears, and they forget all about their experience. They almost forget they even went to church. They neglect to get what they fully needed to grow. They get the edge of the road type of word. I've seen this happen in so many people. They are touched by what they hear. They cry. They join the church even. But the touch doesn't last long. And they go away and don't return. They are touched. They cry. Some even join the church. Give the pastor their right hand of fellowship. But the touch doesn't last long. And they go away and don't return. Then there is the word of God sown on the stony ground. The stony ground sowing is the person who was joyful when they hear the word, but got no root. They jumped, they clapped their hands, they said amen, but got no root. Church is going good for a while. The fellowship is good for a while. But when trouble hits, oh my God, when trouble hits, the heat of life, the persecutions, the talk of people because of your new walk with Christ, it doesn't take all of that. People will say that to you. It don't take all of that. It don't take all of that going to church. It doesn't take all of that praying. It doesn't take all of that reading the Bible. And because you are not rooted in the word of God, you don't have the strength that you need to fight. You don't have the strength that you need to stand. You are immediately upset, resentful, irritated, and you walk away. Let me tell you something. Salvation is not popular. Church going is not popular. You will be criticized for going to church. You will be criticized for reading your Bible. And because you have no root in the word of God, you get scorched by the words of people and you wither and fade away. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Some seeds fell among thorns. They hear the word, but the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust for the things in life chokes the word out of them. They start to grow, but before long the weeds the weeds, the friends, even some family members. What you're going through, the thorns, the pricks, the sticks, the bites, will overtake you and kill everything that you thought you had. If you allow weeds to remain around the roots of your plant that you so desperately is trying to grow, Listen, if you allow weeds to remain around the roots of your plants that you so desperately tr is trying to grow, after a while will become overcome. You will become overcome by the precious and you will die. Listen, 
Even those that value worldly riches will put their riches, their money, their homes, their status in life, who they know and what they know above Christ and will walk away. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. There is nothing wrong with having nice things. I like uh, nice things. I like a nice home, a nice car, clothes, jewelry. It's nothing wrong with that as long as you don't put them before God. When the things are put before you're living for Christ, that's where the problem begins. Let me say that again. When things are put before you're living for Christ, that's where your problem begins. There is a story in the Bible of a rich young man who wanted to follow Jesus. Jesus knew his heart and knew he really wanted to be a disciple. But when Jesus, who really knew his heart and knew that his heart was tied to his riches, told him to go and sell everything that he had and come and follow him, the Bible says the young man chose his riches and walked away sad because he had an abundance of stuff. He walked away sad because he had an abundance of stuff. I believe in my heart that if the young man had gotten rid of everything he had, that God would have made him richer than he ever thought he could be. That is not just my belief or just my opinion. It is based on God's word. Matthew 19 and 29 says, And everyone that have forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive an hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. Not only will you receive a hundred times as much, but also you will inherit everlasting life. Who wouldn't want that? We cannot allow things. Listen, we cannot allow things. The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. Riches are deceitful and the lusts to choke the word out of us, to, to grip us to the point that we will forsake God. We cannot allow this to happen. He that hath an ear, let him hear. And lastly, lastly, the good ground, the good ground, the good ground. I don't know why he ended with the good ground, but he did. All farmers want the good ground, the healthy soil, the rich, dark soil. Farmers work hard to keep their soil healthy. When the seed, the word of God, falls in the good and healthy soil, it grows healthy fruit. Let me say that again. When the seed, the word of God, falls in the good and healthy soil, it grows healthy fruit. It's vibrant. It's exciting. It's alive. Healthy soil yields more and more. The increase is greater. It is bigger, better, and it keeps producing. 
others look at you and see life and wants to know where they can get some of that Vigoro. You know what Vigoro is. It's fertilizing. It helps the plant grow stronger. It makes the leaves get greener and causes the fruit to be better. Good ground. Good ground. Good ground. He closes the parable by saying, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Did you hear your seed? Did you hear where you've been planted? He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. He's calling for the reader to pay careful heed. Listen up and pay close attention to what is being said. We need to examine our lives. Listen, let me say that again. We need to examine our lives. We need to pay close attention to us. Some of us are past due for a full examination. When you go in for an examination with your doctor, he checks everything, even areas that you feel don't need to be examined. He checks it because it's necessary, because it's needful. Our prayer life needs to be examined. Our conversations, our walk, how we act, how we talk needs an examination in order for us to bring forth a good harvest from our seed this is necessary. We need an examination. What about your love life? How we treat others? Is it fruitful or are bugs eating away at your seed? Where are your seeds being planted? Let me ask you again, where are your seeds being planted? Where have they been planted? By the wayside? On stony ground, among thorns, or on good ground. It's examination time. Let each of us, you, me, the mama, the daddy, the sister, the brother, the husband, the wife, let each of us take time to examine ourselves as to where we stand. Stop trying to examine the other person and look at your own life. You're trying to get a beam, a, a, a piece of speck of dust out of somebody else's eye and it's a beam in your own eye. It's time for us to examine ourselves as to where we stand. What kind of soil are we allowing ourselves to be planted in? That's a very important question. This honestly calls for true self-examination. It's time for each of us to examine ourselves. He that hath an ear, let him hear. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Where do you stand? What's going on in your life? What kind of fruit are you producing? What kind of fertilizing are you putting on your life? Hey, glory, hallelujah. It's time for us to examine ourselves. There's an old song that says, Turn the light from heaven on my soul. Search me, Lord. Please search me, Lord.
light from heaven on my soul. If you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out and straighten me. I want to be right. I want to be saved. I want to be whole. It's self-examination time. Well, thank you for joining me on the Matters of the Heart podcast with Bishop Sharon Jones. This podcast is designed to equip, empower, support, and change lives through a whole and healthy relationship with God while dealing with the matters of the heart. Tune in next time for another inspiring and uplifting episode. Invite a friend to download, subscribe, follow, and share this app. I know it will bless their lives, and it will bless you. Keep on listening. Keep on joining me again next week when another podcast will be here. Join me and listen and enjoy in Jesus' name. Now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. I speak sweet peace today, a peace that passes all understanding. Until next time, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer.